Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys had a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed the Hagman Show on Friday. I was on there with Doug and we had a pretty intense show, went over a lot of different stuff that's going on and a lot of the current topics and a few things that him and I referenced. And, you know, I've researched this more over the weekend because it seems to be that more and more people, as they're starting to wake up, they're starting to ask more questions. And the more people that are asking questions, the more answers are starting to come out and the truth is starting to be released. And as we're seeing now, I think a lot of individuals are starting to get the picture that we've been lied to about everything. And this injection, this gene therapy shot has been a huge, huge point now in making everybody realize that it was never about protecting or preventing. It was about compliance and how much graphene oxide and other toxins they could get into the body. For example, I have a a person I know that I've talked to at a dealership on and off as a female salesperson. And last week, I was talking to her, and of course, they, they're down in Miami, so she has to wear a mask everywhere now. They've mandated that back in Miami. She even went out and got the Pfizer shot. She said she didn't even agree with the shot. She said she simply just wanted to get it so she would stop getting bothered, and she didn't know a whole lot about it because I didn't talk to her a whole lot. And so she went out and got it, got unbelievably sick when she got it, and uh, it's been about a month or so since her last shot, she said. And so she called me up Friday, and she goes, well, I got bad news. Basically, I have to go quarantine home now. I went and got tested, and I'm positive for COVID. And I said, you're positive for COVID? She goes, yeah. She goes, I don't get it. She goes, I even went out and got the Pfizer shot. I wear a mask everywhere, and I'm hardly around anybody in, like, super direct contact, and yet I'm tested positive for COVID. And I asked her, I said, well, let me just be real blunt with you. I said, are you sick? How, how do you feel? She goes, no, I don't, I, I feel fine. Like, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not tired or anything. I said, well, why did you go get tested? She goes, well, they're basically telling everybody down here in order to stop the spread and flatten the curve that we all need to go get tested every month, even though we've been injected, just to make sure down here in Miami that nobody's spreading it. And I told her, I said, oh, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. I said, because I know you probably haven't researched this a whole lot. I said, did you ever possibly think that the shot may be what's causing these COVID positive cases? And she goes, you know, she goes, I don't like to think about a lot of that stuff. She goes, but the more and more I'm starting to live this and deal with it and what's going on, she goes, it's starting to become a reality that we're not basically being told anything that's truthful. And I said, There you go. You pretty much answered the question. And that's exactly what we're seeing now. For example, there's another incident, a Carnival cruise line, apparently the Vista departed out of Galveston, Texas on July 31st. They've had mandatory shots to even get on the boat for crew and basically for uh, passengers. And everybody has to wear a mask. Everybody had the shot. Now they're basically saying that they're quarantining the boat because there's a handful of positive cases on the boat now. With a fully vaccinated, fully masked cruise ship, there's COVID-positive test. This is the reason why it's spreading. The injection is COVID. They're very, very clear about the design on this. Even the individual, the doctor, 
that created, worked on the RNA gene therapy, the pathogen production site, meaning you, you are the pathogen production site. You start producing spike protein that is COVID. And it allegedly is supposed to make your body start building an immunity towards it by fighting off the COVID that you're manufacturing. And people would say, well, that doesn't really make sense. Why would you want to make yourself a COVID production site? And the answer is, you wouldn't. You would never want to do that. You would absolutely never want to do that in your wildest imagination, yet people are doing it. And what's interesting, I watched a YouTube video that's now been taken down. It was up for like a day from a doctor out west that was talking to basically another school board as they were starting to vote on whether or not children need to wear masks now in the school system again. And he was a very educated doctor. I wish I would have written down all his information because the video got scrubbed like like not that long after it got posted. And he went into detail and he said, in my own clinic, we've been using basically zinc and vitamin D to massively increase the ability to fight off basically disinfection. And I brought up some of the research again that he referenced to, one of them being the University of Chicago Medical Center. The title of the research study that was released on March 22nd, 2021, high vitamin D levels may protect against COVID, studies suggest. The new research study at the University of Chicago found that when it comes to COVID-19, having D3 levels that are above the traditionally considered sufficient amount may lower the risk of infection. And when in the detail, and it said the research is an expansion of an earlier study showing that vitamin D deficiency, less than 20 nanograms per milliliter, may raise the risk of testing positive for COVID. The results were further supported finding that individuals with vitamin D deficiency had a 7.2% higher chance of testing positive. And it basically goes into detail how you at least need to have 40 nanograms per milliliter or higher. Basically, your D3 needs to test at 40 or higher at minimum. In most cases, in my opinion, I think they need to be around 60 to 70, especially in these situations. Another research study that he referenced titled Zinc for the Prevention and Treatment of SARS-CoV-2 and Other Acute Viral Respiratory Infections. In the conclusion, it said evidence suggests that zinc may potentially reduce the risk, duration, and severity of COVID-2 infections, particularly for populations at risk of zinc deficiency, including people with chronic disease, comorbidities, and older adults. Guys, we're not just the ones saying this here. There's direct research that is showing this is 100% factual when it comes to nutrients in the body and what it does to help prevent infection. So we're not the ones saying this. These doctors that are popping up all over the country that have been in clinicals that have been doing this with their their, their, their patients are not making this up. This is obviously something that is very beneficial. And here's the troubling part. If all of these doctors are telling the truth and we're telling the truth and the research is telling the truth and the science is telling the truth, why is nobody referring to it in the mainstream media? Why has there not been one reference on eating clean, exercising, getting sunshine, taking these nutrients and supplements that are incredibly effective for basically helping the immune system? That's why last week for the Hagman show, I had so many people that keep asking me about zinc. I went and put it on the website for 15% off just because I said, listen, zinc is incredibly important. D3 is incredibly important. Vitamin C is important. That's why we have them in a three pack, a whole kit together. But if you just need more zinc, we got it here. We've done our best to inform the populace that almost everything we've been told about this, how it works, how it responds when it comes to COVID and this virus has been a lie. 
the entire point of this shot now is to create a second wave. It's very clear. You can see that because the research is not indicating that unvaccinated individuals that have not got this gene therapy shot have any part in spreading this shot. Almost everybody that's being hospitalized, now they're showing up to 70% of the people in Massachusetts that are hospitalized with COVID have been fully injected with gene therapy. Guys, one plus one equals two. If it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it waddles like a duck, it's a duck. And for some odd reason, you still have people that are running around absolutely terrified because the media tells them to stay terrified. And I saw a, a, a story. And they posted it in, uh, from The Guardian, and it was so troubling to me, but it made so much sense. It was from journalist Michael Mantovi, and he wrote an article stating, I'm going to miss being locked down. I'm not joking. That was the name of the article. And it went in there and said, when I walked out of my town's conference center in April, and I had my second Pfizer shot fresh in my arm. A flood of emotion swelled in me, creeping behind the feeling of joy and anticipation. I felt a strange bit of sadness all the way home. I could not shake. When I walked into my house, it hit me. I'm going to miss being locked down, I realized in disbelief. And he goes on to say how he thinks things were so much simpler and how it was so great and how he got to stay at home and see his family more. He was locked down and he just – he loved the security it felt. Are you kidding me right now, guys? That, is that really how some people feel? Apparently it is. This is news to me. I didn't realize some of these people were this pathetic that were walking around this country. And these are the same people that are running around screaming at everybody they need to get the shot. And the unvaccinated are spreading it, which is complete and total lie. So when you see the research, when you see the truth, when you see what's really going on, you have to ask yourself, why are we even listening to any of this anymore? And the answer is simple, brainwashing. If more and more people start coming together and saying no, no lockdowns, no injections, no shot mandates, you can already see they're getting everything prepped and lined up. They're talking about this Wednesday a big group that basically is going to do – what they're saying is, is a full walkout. It's called Walkout Wednesday on August 11th, and they're saying basically at noon, your time zone – Anybody that basically is in solidarity with not being forced to get this shot, primarily in hospitals and other medical areas, they're telling them to walk out. Because here's the facts, and this is what they're saying that nobody can argue. If we're having such a resurgence, we're having such a pandemic, we're having this giant thing that's coming back right now that's starting to surge through the country, why in the world are we laying off and firing and threatening to remove professionals like doctors and nurses and physicians from their positions in hospital right now because they're refusing to get a experimental injection. The federal emergency use authorization law and the FDA, including the FDA fact sheet, state unequivocally that each person has the option to accept or refuse an injection. These shots are experimental and investigational and have not been licensed by the FDA. On top of that, the Nurburgring Code also states that voluntary consent is absolutely essential with experimental drugs and treatments. So there you have it. So if that's something you want to look up, look up Walkout Wednesday. Obviously, here at Health Masters, I'm not going to walk out of my office because I don't make anybody do anything against their will here in this business. But again, a lot of these places, maybe that'll get their attention. Maybe it won't. But as far as I'm concerned, civil disobedience and peaceful protesting is always the best and first option that we go to before it escalates to anything other than that. What do you think, Dad? 
very good intro, Austin. Um, and there's so many points I want to make that you just that you just covered. But we need to realize that you know, State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard, through the bloodline families into the international banking cartels, pretty much own all of the major industries that are forcing their employees to be vaccinated. Just a, just a newsflash, because all of these groups are controlled by the dark side. Say, what do you mean by that, Ted? Well, we're going to talk about that right now. And, and we've got to understand that this group of entities that run the planet, I mean, it's, they've been around for thousands of years. And for some reason, either because nobody else wants to breach these topics or because nobody else has studied it the way I have, nobody wants to discuss it. And it's sad because the Bible is very clear about alien incursions on an ongoing basis being angels, fallen angels, good angels, bad angels and other things that you see in the book of Revelation, which aren't really human. All these things are basically being outlined for us in the Bible, and God tells us repeatedly that it's very, very real. But we don't want to talk about it because Christian churches have decided that we can't breach those topics, especially after the Catholic Church took the book of Enoch out of the Bible, though it's still in the Ethiopian Bible. So all of these topics that we cover on this show how should I say, are hidden knowledge. I guess you'd call them esoteric. People don't want to talk about them or because they don't fit into the parameters of their, how should I say, limited view of what Christianity is. They don't want to discuss it. And this is what we have to understand is there are things that are happening right now all over the planet that are being directed by the dark side, the demonic entities, the fallen ones, disembodied spirits, I don't care what you call them, aliens. At this point, whatever you want to call them works for me. I don't care anymore because we have had for thousands upon thousands of years, all the way back to Genesis 6, a group of other dimensional, otherworldly entities that have used our planet for food from an energy source through human sacrifice. That's just the bottom line. You can read it through the Old Testament over and over and over. They were sacrificing their children to Moloch. They were sacrificing their children to Baal. They were sacrificing their children to all these other interdimensional entities. That's why God tells us repeatedly that our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's not. It's against these other entities in these other worlds. God is an omnipresent being. He exists everywhere all at once in all timelines. His energy field or his presence, whatever you want to call it, pick a name, exists everywhere. And we all know that he permeates everything. The problem is that a group of these entities were thrown out of heaven when they tried to stage a coup d'etat. And these entities still apparently are running around doing what they do and trying to usurp God's authority. But they can't create life. They can only take life that God has created and change it and adulterate it, and make it bad. You see all this stuff right now with Kumo, with all these women that he's groping, all these people that Biden gropes, and all these children that he gropes, all the women that Donald Trump groped. Look at the Billy Bush transcripts again. I'm not going to read it on the air. It's too vile. All these people at the highest levels are part of this sex-death cult. Just let you guys know that. This Kabbalah, Luciferian cult that has ruled the planet through wizards and warlocks and witches and all kinds of weirdos for thousands and thousands of years. If they weren't, why are they not being brought to justice? 
why won't they release the transcripts from Ghislaine Maxwell? The judge said, oh, this is too awful. People don't need to read this. No, he's probably compromised, and he doesn't want anybody to read it because he's been told that it can't be released. Ghislaine Maxwell apparently is not cooperating, or she still has her dead woman switch set up, and they're not going to release her until she complies, and she's scared to comply because she's afraid that they're going to kill her because she may not have the quote-unquote perceived value in their little circle of power that Jeffrey Epstein did, who I don't believe for one second is dead. So all of this stuff is happening around us, and we kind of wonder what the heck's going on. Then we find out they're injecting us with graphene oxide. Then we think, well, what the heck is graphene oxide? And then we have other people talk about a compound called black goo. And you think, what is black goo? Is black goo another name for graphene oxide that's been changed? I don't know. And, and we have all of this weird stuff that happened with the Deepwater Horizon. And what happened with Deepwater Horizon is they were drilling. And if you listen to the movie, they say, the movie with Mark Wahlberg, that they punched a hole into hell. What the heck does that even mean? Why are they saying stuff like that? And all of a sudden, this stuff starts bubbling up out of the ocean. All of a sudden, they have this major emergency happen in the Gulf of Mexico. All of a sudden, all ships and airplanes are told they can't get anywhere near this. Airplanes, why can't an airplane fly over this? And suddenly, this stuff starts washing up on the beaches up in Destin and Panama City and everywhere else where it is filled out into the ocean. And now, all of a sudden, they have the FBI and the CIA and the NSA and every other regulatory agency known to man, TSA, at the airports checking people's luggage to see if they had taken a sample of this black stuff washing up on the shore. Guys, this is some weird stuff. And you wonder what the world happened. Now, some people believe that black goo is programmable matter. This is what they say. I'm just speculating now. This is all speculation. They say it is an intelligent, self-aware, self-organizing liquid crystal that it has a magnetic substance that emits and receives and corrupts the RF spectrum within the universal 5G network, and that as the esoteric occult religion's black goo is considered the elusive philosopher's stone in a tangible storehouse for demons. Okay, I just went there. That's some weird stuff. I don't know what it is. My gosh, who in the world knows what it is? But I do know one thing, that if they're injecting something like this into you or into me, or to who knows why they're doing this to humanity, is it because they're trying to change our RNA and our DNA and make us different and not like God any longer? And I've talked about this. We know Eve was the mother of all creation. We got that. It says that very clearly in the Bible. But how, many, how do we know that these entities haven't taken human beings and taken them to other places of the world or other places of the cosmos and changed them and made other entities out of them? We don't know. Bible doesn't go into detail with that. I guess that was a kind of a need-to-know information, and God figures we didn't need to know. So it's not clear in the Bible as to what happened. How many, but how many other civilizations have been corrupted by Lucifer and his minions? You know, we don't know. You know, we know that this that the civilizations, you know, around the cosmos, that with their possibilities of all these different planets containing life, we know that. But how do we know this isn't a war in the heavens? Oh, that's that's right. It tells us that, doesn't it? This isn't a battle of flesh and blood. This has been going on. And remember what I talked about last week in depth, and the week before that was Sherry Tenpenny's Bible study show, that had the God of this age known what he was doing, he never would have crucified the Son of Glory. Because when you crucify an omnipresent being, how do you turn off the timeline? And the blood of Jesus continually restores our DNA and continually heals us 
It continually brings us closer to the Father. Well, these guys hate that. They want to bring back to the old, they want to take us back to the old world order. That's what they want to do, back to when the witches rule the world. When they have huge ceremonies outside of pyramids, where they have hundreds of people they sacrifice to Baal and Moloch in South America and Central America. All of the Aztecs and the Incas and all the rest of these weirdos who did all this stuff, because Quetzalcoatl, another form of this entity, Baal, Moloch, and Asherah, shows up and gives them advanced mathematics for their star charts and all the other crazy things that happened back, you know, during four, five, six, seven, eight hundred years ago in Central and South America. So all of these things were changed when the quote unquote white people came to the New World Order, came into the United States, and started bringing Christianity with them. And telling people there was a better way, that Jesus was real, that Christ was real, that they could be changed by worshiping the most high God, the only God. And these entities kind of went berserkoid. And they went underground for a long, long time after Christ was crucified and was resurrected because the mortal wound the beast received needed to be healed through the human sacrifice that had to once again occur on the planet. And see, all of this stuff is happening right now with all of us, and we see this group who believes that God's a transgender trying to take over the planet with their transgender agendas, trying to create a hermaphroditic species, which they believe is closer to God, or maybe it's a closer species that's easier to control. They've completely taken the testosterone out of some men. They act like a bunch of sissy boys now. They basically want to run their mouths until they actually get into a conflict with somebody personally, and then they want to have their security personnel take over. All of this stuff is happening as we speak, as these entities give these people in charge, these international bankers and these bloodline families, all of this power again to put us back into a feudal system and to reduce the population of the planet. It's like also said, it's almost impossible to believe that people are this dumbed down. And that's why I talk to you guys about Jesus all the time. He is our savior. He's here to deliver you. He's here to rescue you from this. He says in the Lord's prayer, deliver us from the evil one. This has been going on for a long, long, long time. Some folks get mad at me. They go, you talk too much about Christ. And my response is, listen to another show. All you talk about is Jesus. My response is, listen to another show. You always want to bring it back to Christianity and bring it back to basically the New World Order and how they're an occult religion, a sex death cult. And all then you want to do is tell us and give us hope because of Jesus. And my response is, if you don't listen to that, listen to another show. There are all kinds of shows out there that are hopeless. There's all kinds of shows out there that won't tell you the truth. And there's all kinds of shows out there, tens of thousands of those shows, that have been bought and paid for through Operation Paperclip. Not, a, not, not Operation Playbook, Operation Mockingbird through the CIA. Billions and billions of dollars have been spent. And this is the interesting part. Is we've got to ask ourselves a question. Who do you want to believe? For me and my house, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. That Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That he's our savior. I've got a good friend of mine. I've known her for about 10 years now. And she was up in Pensacola, in Panama City, in Destin, in those areas when that deep water horizon spill hit and she actually stepped into some of that black goo on the bottom of the ocean floor. Remember they were using all that core exit, trying to get rid of it to disperse it because they didn't want people around it. And she got deathly ill from it. And I talked to her, you know, after it happened and I told her, I said, look, 
This stuff can't affect you. You're sanctified by the blood of the Lamb. You have a relationship with the Most High God. You got really, really sick from this stuff. And I said, it has no authority over you. And so she understood that, and she believed me. And she put her heart and her faith in Christ. And she's doing great today physically. But a few weeks ago, she got really, really sick. Her name's Pat. And I felt bad for her because they had her on all kinds of drugs in the hospital, which have been shown to actually increase mortality rates, you know, with COVID. And her husband got sick, all from the spike proteins, being around people that have been vaccinated. And I thought, this is crazy. This is crazy. She contacts me. She goes, man, we've been put in the hospital. They're having to tell you the emergency room. We're getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And as she was laying in the emergency room, as she was laying there, I'm going to listen to her testimony in just a second. She prayed to Christ, prayed to God. She goes, I don't know what to do. I'm dying. I need your help. I'm scared. And Christ came to her. An interdimensional portal opening actually happened, the best way I can describe it, in her bedroom, completely covered with all types of lights. And he walked in. Jesus did. I'll let you tell her. The t- I'll let you t- she'll tell you the testimony in a second. And she was completely and totally healed. And she, now she's released from the hospital along with her husband. Now, listen to me for friends. As she was going out, she was telling everybody, the people that were taking her to her car, you know, in the wheelchair and all that, that Jesus had come to see her and had saved her. And they told her, we're in a cardiac unit here. This happens a lot. Christ comes and he rescues people. Guys, listen to me. Jesus Christ is extremely real. I want you to understand that. God spoke to me personally in a dream about eight, nine, ten years ago now. It completely changed my life. This Christianity that we have, that we've been given, has so much power that it's unimaginable what we can do with it. And these entities know that. That's why they're doing everything they possibly can to destroy the human genome. They don't want humans to have that type of authority and power through Jesus, who is the author and the finisher and the perfecter of our faith. Because without Christ, be honest with you guys, we have no hope whatsoever on this planet. None. But because we are not of this world just passing through, Jesus tells us, oh, death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sting? Because Christ overcame both death, hell, and the grave. Guys, we've got to understand that, that when we accept Jesus Christ, we don't die. We continue to live for all eternity with Jesus, and we have no fear of death because if we have the infilling of God through his Holy Spirit, this omnipresent spirit that permeates everything, and we have that within us and we've accepted Christ, then who could be against us if God is for us? What's the worst thing they do to you? Take you out of the physical body? Oh, well, I told this to Austin on Saturday. I said, I'm 65 years old. I'm doing the best I can to promote Jesus and Christ and everything that I possibly can right now. But if I get taken out or something happens to me, I'm get to be with glory with God. And it has to be real to you, my friends. I sent out Pat's testimonials, like about 90 seconds. I sent it out to a whole bunch of friends yesterday. I mean, a bunch of them. You're going to hear it in a second about what happened in that hospital. And I probably had 10% of the people I sent it to responded to it. 10%. Now, why is that? Why didn't the other 90% come back and say, oh, my gosh, what an incredible testimony. Oh, my gosh, I've been moved to tears. Oh, my gosh, why am I have, I'm so blessed to have heard this? Why did I hear that from every single person? Listen to me. 
and this is so important that you get this. There's another Jesus being promoted by the name it, blab it, grab it, claim it people out there. He's not the same Christ that I'm talking about, not the same Jesus that showed up to see Pat the other day in the hospital room. It's not the same Christ. It's a powerless Christ. It's a powerless diversion. It's not even real. He's not Jesus. You know, these guys won't talk about repentance. They want to have this feel-good Christianity, this inclusion Christianity, and they've destroyed the Christian church because of it. And it's all because it all started back in the 50s and 60s with these quote-unquote preachers who said, if you give me money, you'll be blessed and completely taking Jesus out of the equation. This group started about 60, 70 years ago, and they have permeated Christianity because of the Schofield Reference Bible and because of the Johnson Amendment. So listen to me. When you accept Jesus Christ, you will be cut to the heart. What does that mean? You'll be convicted because of the lifestyle that you've lived in your past, and you will not want to live that any longer. And you'll know that you have now a relationship with the Most High God, and you want to walk circumspectly with him and do what pleases him because Jesus Christ just saved you. And you want to be respectful of that. The Christianity we have today means do whatever you want to do. If you want to be gay, keep being gay. We don't care. We're not going to mention that from the pulpit. If you're a transgender, it's okay. We don't mind. Go ahead and do your cross-dressing here in the front of the church. It's all right. If you want to go ahead and keep going out to the bars and getting drunk every weekend and hanging out with whores, go ahead and do that too because we don't care. As long as you give us money, you'll be blessed. That's what they teach now in a lot of these churches. And I'm nauseous of it. I am absolutely nauseous of it. If your church is not discussing what I'm telling you today, if your church is not talking about sin is not okay with the Most High God, then how can a sin lifestyle live in the presence of a Most High God? It's impossible. They are mutually exclusive. That's why God sent Jesus Christ to redeem you, to bring you back into that sinless energy field through the Holy Spirit, through the infilling of the Holy Spirit to allow you to be saved. It's that important, guys. Now, we're going to pray right now. Here's why we're going to do it this way. I'm going to, pay, I'm going to play Pat's recording here in just a few seconds. problem is every time I play this recording, I kind of get you know, very emotional with this. And so I've got to be careful not to do it than try to talk. So I'm going to let Austin come right back on as soon as Pat gets done. And I'm just going to, I've got to take a, a moment to just think and to pray. But guys, listen to me. Pray with me right now. If you don't know who Jesus Christ is, you need to pray with me right now. Father, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that you sent him to us to save us. Father, I accept Jesus Christ as who he said he was, the son of the most high God, part of the triune Godhead. I thank you, Father, for Christ. I ask you to forgive me for the sins that I've created and that I've done in my lifetime. I ask you to be with me and help me to be what I need to be through Jesus. I accept him as my Lord and my Savior. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, guys, once you hear Pat's testimony, you're going to understand why I just did that. Because, guys, it's so important to understand who Christ is, the real Jesus, not this phony name it, claim it, blab it, grab it group that's pushed by all these cults all over the world. I mean, what did Hagee say? Jesus Christ did not come to be our savior. He did not come. He says this guy is so blasphemous. It's unbelievable the stuff that he's come up with because he, again, is part of that Zionist group that pushes that Schofield Bible that pushes the fact that we're all going to cause hell to happen on this planet with the revelation to start, tribulation to start, as we get raptured out of here. And they really believe that. You say, well, you don't believe in the rapture? Let me say it this way. Let me put it to you this way. 
I don't know if we're going to be raptured or pulled out of here in the pre, the mid, or the post. I lean towards the post-tribulation. Why? Because God says in his word, had those times not be cut short, not even the elect would survive. And a lot of people say that's because of what happened back in Israel with the falling of the temple and the overthrowing of Jerusalem and the Roman people coming in. A lot of people say that's also relevant to us today. So look at it however you want to do it. But the reality is this. Why do we feel that these people can come in and completely subvert Christianity and tell us that Jesus is not the same as he was yesterday, today, and tomorrow and forever? He's omnipresent. When he tells you in the book of Revelation what's going to happen with the mark of the beast and all the other things that are going to happen, it's because he was already here when he wrote that. When the Holy Spirit told John to write that on the Isle of Patmos, and he said, here's what they're going to do with the mark of the beast. Here's what they're going to do with 666. Here's what they're going to do. You're not going to be able to buy or sell or trade. Here's what they're going to do. And it's because God was already here 2,000 years later looking back at John saying, write this down. I want to warn the people of what's going to happen. That's the power of the Most High, omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent. That's why these entities are so scared of him. And see, remember I told you years ago, and I've talked about this. You know, let's talk about alien abductions for a second. So many of you are listening to the show now, and you've never heard me talk about this stuff before. You know, when these entities, these demons, these whatever you want to call them, ETs, whatever you want to pick a name, I don't care anymore at this point. They come to you and they take you and they would do medical experimentation on you, which, by the way, this has been documented tens of thousands of times. Not everybody has going to be lying about this, guys. Let me tell you that right now. These things are real. Why are they doing that? Are they seeing? Have they, have they been doing research now for hundreds of years or dozens of years or whatever number of years on how to affect your reproductive cycle, how to make spike proteins attack your ovaries? Remember, some of the studies now seem to indicate that if a woman's pregnant with a little girl and she takes a COVID injection, that that little girl cannot produce any eggs and will be permanently sterilized. Have they been working on that now for all of these decades? They've been abducting people. And what's also interesting to me, years ago I had a guy come over here. His name was uh, – he's a friend of mine. His name is his, his, his Gunter. He's a German guy, brilliant guy, attorney. And he said to me, he, was, he, can't, he would never accept Christ, but he understood that Jesus was somebody special because I said to him, I said, well, you realize that when you call on the name of Jesus – I said this to him on my back porch – so when you call on the name of Jesus, if you've been abducted by one of these entities, they have to put you back in, the, back in your house. And he looked at me kind of funny. He goes, that's true. They do. They have to put you back. That's right. Why? Because when they call, when you call on the name of Jesus, when you're desperate and you really, really need him, they're scared he's going to show up because he's the most high God. Todd is holding his tape for me right now. I want, to, I want you to go ahead and play Pat's testimony, Austin, I'll, or Todd, and I'll have Austin come in right after she does that. Go ahead and play this for Pat. This is what happened to Pat. A week ago, I was laying on a stretcher in an emergency room while my husband was lying on the floor on a bed of sheets. We were both succumbing to COVID infections and were extremely ill. I was close to death and was scared and prayed to Jesus to help me. I told him I couldn't hang on anymore and I needed him. I didn't want to leave my husband and daughter, but said, let your will be done, Lord. Suddenly, from a distance, I saw bright, beautiful lights coming. There were colors I didn't even know existed. Then I saw Jesus from a distance walking toward me, smiling with the bright lights in 
in and all around them. He climbed underneath me and held me like a baby. He lovingly caressed my arm. I felt totally safe, peaceful, and everything else just faded away except Jesus. I will never feel afraid to die again, ever. It was literally a miracle when I was discharged from the hospital yesterday. I now know for sure that when you call on Jesus, he will come. He told me when he was holding me, I will never leave you or forsake you. Wow. Awesome. Go ahead. Wow. That's intense. And the thing that a lot of people have to realize right now is why are they so bent on changing who we really are? We already know graphene oxide is a key component in lithium-ion batteries. We already know it acts as basically a receptor antenna. Just being honest with you, why are they so bent on injecting? There, there is no nobody has been able to explain what useful purpose graphene oxide has in an alleged vaccine, even though you cannot even describe it truly as a vaccine because it gives you no true immunization or a true response that you are immune from a virus. It doesn't doesn't do that. All it does is reduce symptoms if you catch COVID allegedly, which means it's the equivalent of saying, hey, there's a possibility you may get cancer in the future. So we're going to give you chemotherapy treatment now to maybe prevent if you happen to get cancer in the future, it'll reduce their symptoms of getting cancer. That's literally what it is. It is considered a treatment. So why are they so bent on injecting everybody with this? And that seems to be the answer. They want to change who people really are. They want to affect everybody's immune systems, affect everybody's true integrity of their body and their makeup. It's gene therapy. It's, I mean, it's, it's textbook gene therapy 101. That's why I encourage everybody. This is where you stand your ground on this. Because let me tell you something. I mean this sincerely. If you reach a point, if we all reach a point to where – we say it's okay for them to force an injection on us. It's okay for them to penetrate us with a hypodermic needle against our will or without really our consent. We're simply going to do it out of necessity because we can no longer eat or work or live. That's not, that's not consensual at that point. Someone puts a gun to your head and says, I'm going to blow your brains out until you get this injection. Large percentage of people are going to go, I'll just take the shot. Don't blow my brains out. That's what you're going to say. So if they can force an injection on you, they can force anything they want on you in the future. This is the hill to die on. The line shall not be crossed on this. And I mean that sincerely. I have said that from all the way from the beginning of last year when the entire topic of bringing in an RNA gene therapy injection came into the mainstream media light. I said, this is it. This is not something I'm going to take. I, I told you guys last summer, I said they are going to try to mandate this with every possible breath that they have because they want to corrupt it. For some odd reason, they want to bring us back to this Genesis 6 because that's the only way these guys enjoy themselves, I guess, is by corrupting everything. Every thought of evil was basically all the time. Well, it says Genesis 6. Just quoting the Bible on that. And when you start looking into the 5G and then the 6G that they're talking about having rolled out by the end of this decade, and the 6G is going to be augmented virtual reality and is going to be able to display things. You're going to be able to see things without wearing goggles via the Neuralink system that they're going to tie into the 6G. 
They've been very open about this technology now. It's not something they're trying to be shady and hide it. The only way you can possibly make that work with your whole body is you have to be basically a some type of antenna receptor. Just throwing you out there what they're doing. It seems to be very, very strange that way too many people are so okay with being forced to have an injection on them. I mean, let's talk about this giant infrastructure. But I told you guys that about last week, how in this bill that nobody's read that they're trying to vote on right now, they've completely obfuscated it, don't want anybody to talk about it, want to run around on mainstream media and still talk about January 6th like it was 9-11 or something. It, 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 again, it's a distraction. They want to bring cameras and sensors to constantly monitor the driver's head and eyes for any impairments or distractions. And you fill in the blanks with what you think they're going to do with that information. Not only are they going to sell that information, I'm sure insurance is going to have access to that information along with law enforcement and any other agency. (laughs) The provision also – I talked about this on Doug's show. The provision also is launching a program. In the infrastructure bill that will track drivers on mile-by-mile basis so they can be taxed accordingly, known as the National Motor Vehicle Per-Mile User Fee. So it's called the National Motor Vehicle Per-Mile User Fee. The program looks to expand nationwide. If those in power like the results of the test program, they're in the bill. What was supposed to be allegedly an infrastructure bill is nothing more than an Orwellian surveillance mandate all across the board. This is where they're headed with this. That's why – Biden signed the bill to basically mandate all cars, or I think half of all cars have to be EV by 2030. They're rolling it into that technology. And yet we have people coming out now, doctors, nurses, physicians that are coming out repeatedly saying, don't get this shot. German chief pathologist now in Germany just sounded an alarm on fatal vaccine injuries. He's the director of the Pathological Institute of the University of Hardenberg, Peter Schmacher has carried out over 40 autopsies on people who have died within two weeks of the injection. And he said that at least 30 to 40% of those autopsies died directly from the vaccination, in his opinion. The frequency of fatal consequences of the vaccine is grossly underestimated, he stated. He said politically explosive statements in times when the vaccination campaign is losing momentum, the Delta variant is spreading rapidly, and restrictions on non-vaccinated people are being discussed. You cannot discount the fact that this injection is killing people. But yet, you have to get it because it's for your health. You have Dr. Michael Yeadon, basically, who's the former VP of Pfizer. Former VP of Pfizer. Spans degrees in biochemistry, toxicology, and a PhD in respiratory pharmacology. He worked for 32 years in the pharmaceutical industry and was VP and chief scientist at Pfizer when he retired in 2011. And he blatantly came out now this week and said, women that are childbearing age women do not accept the shot, period. In his brief presentation on Wednesday's online Stop the Shot conference, former Pfizer president Dr. Michael Yeen highlighted three reasons why women of childbearing years should reject this experimental gene therapy shot. He said, you are being lied to. I'm being lied to. The authorities are not giving us full information about the risk of this experimental product. So you have to start asking yourself a question. How long are people going to continue to buy the lie? How long are we going to continue to go down this road and pretend that they're not trying to change us? How long are we going to pretend that they're trying to take away our consent like I just said a minute ago? If they can force you to get an injection, they can force anything on you. 
And in my opinion, I personally think this whole compliance with the shot is also going to be tied into a full-blown national disarmament program. Once they see that they can get the vast majority of the general population to succumb to being peer pressured, so to speak, into getting a shot, whether it be social peer pressure, whether it be job-based peer pressure, whether it be governmental peer pressure, whether it be psychological operation, once they see that they can get the vast majority of people to succumb to this, then they know, okay, now we have enough traction to start pushing the gun agenda again. We can start doing false flag after false flag after false flag, and of course, they'll make sure the false flags are some type of unvaccinated Trump supporter that wants to go shoot people because they're trying to force him to get something he doesn't want. I guarantee you, they already got it lined up. I've talked to numerous people. They said, listen, if you were trying to build the most effective psychological operation to disarm the most heavily populous, heavily armed country in the world, what would you do? You would blame it on the people that are most armed, the smart, unvaccinated patriot, alleged Trump supporters. And I say Trump supporters because that category is a catch-all now. It's essentially if you respect America, if you love America, if you value the constitutional values, if you want to make America great, they put you in that category, whether or not you're pro-Trump or not. So don't believe that. I'm not trying to put everybody in that category, but that's what they have done now. With the brainwashing to the normal populace, if you fall in that category, bam, they put you with Trump right there. And that's how they're using it to control the narrative. This is where it's headed here. And so now we just saw a bill come out from Governor Bill Lee in Tennessee. It's an executive order allegedly on Friday that's giving permission to the National Guard and State Guard to connect with healthcare and emergency service operations. They're now saying now that the Emergency order will essentially come in and allow temporary quarantine and isolation facilities to be erected through telephone assessments for involuntary commitment cases are permitted. I don't even know this is going. It says assessments for involuntary commitment cases are permitted. What I'm seeing with that verbiage means they're going to assess the situation, involuntary commitment. Basically, they're committing you to a quarantine facility involuntarily via the National Guard. This executive order 83, you can look it up, Tennessee. This is very troubling. A lot of people are still trying to question because the verbiage and the wording is so very odd. It's very strange. That's the only thing you can conclude out of this. They've talked about FEMA camps for decades. We've heard the topic brought up, but nobody's really been able to, been able to figure out how and why you would be able to justify quarantining allegedly hundreds of millions or at least tens of millions of people in quarantine camps. It's, there's really no justification for it. Well, if you can prove or you can at least lie and manipulate it to where you say, well, all these people that are basically not wanting to get injected, they're the ones that are spreading it. Like the lies they've constantly said, even though there's been zero facts. I, mean, I, I can't brought that up two and a half weeks ago. I said there is zero facts to conclude this at all there's been zero research to support this theory at all but yet the mainstream media reports it over and over and over again so what does everybody do on the ground was the normal citizen do that watches cnn and drools on themselves at night they repeat what they're telling them to say it's the unvaccinated it's the unvaccinated it's the unvaccinated even though there's zero facts to that at all there's actually facts contrary to that so again my friends our health is our responsibility. Don't ever think that this collective health gibberish that they're trying to spout to everybody has any sense and based in science or reality. There is no science with this. The entire concept of an RNA shot 
for a respiratory illness has already been tried back in 2004. As far as it was not RNA, it was a regular vaccine. Now they took it a step further and tried to make it an RNA injection for respiratory illness. It doesn't work. Why in the world would we be having all these people that allegedly get injected and they're getting COVID? Because it is COVID. It makes you a pathogen production site. You have to understand that. So again, my friends, get this truth out there. Get this news out here. Look at how they're really lying to everybody with their contradictions. You know, they tell everybody, you can't go here. You can't go to church again now. You can't have any big group meetings. While there's photos from the DJ at the Kenyan Obama's, gay Kenyan Obama's birthday party over the weekend, his $12 million Martha Vineyard's wedding, or, you know, house, whatever. He's got a big house, got a big property, pretty nice. Hundreds of people there. The DJ took photos he wasn't supposed to take. Hundreds of people dancing, close proximity. Not a single person wearing a mask. Whole place is packed out. Hundreds of people for his birthday. But hey, you, you can't go see your grandma. You can't go to church, and you definitely can't sing. You have to wear a mask. You remember they told us about that last year? You could have 25% capacity in your church, and you have to wear a mask while you're in church, and you're not allowed to sing while you're in church. Am I the only one that's forgotten that? That's what they did to a lot of people in a lot of states? And yet everybody's supposed to be okay with that now while they're telling everybody to do it again? Mm -mm. No, not okay. Everybody's being played again over and over and over again, and it's time that we call everybody out for what really is happening. What do you think, Deb? You're right. I remember years ago, Austin and I went to uh, Idaho to Bonner's Ferry. Just, guys, in case you're curious about all this. And uh, we went to the sheriff's department at Bonner's Ferry. And we started asking them. They wouldn't let us in because it was a secure facility. We had to speak over an intercom. And so I said, well, we just want to know where the FEMA camp is. This is where Ruby Ridge happened. Where's the FEMA camp? And it was like that movie Mr. Deeds, you know, with the butler, how he'd all of a sudden miraculously appear. As soon as I said that, it was almost instantaneously the door opens and the sheriff's lady there. And she goes, oh, we don't talk about that. And she came outside to make sure that what we were discussing wasn't being put over the intercom. Oh, yeah. So when Austin talks to you about FEMA camps, it's real. It's very real. I like what Rand Paul said. He goes, you got to resist it. you got to say no. They can't arrest all of us. There's 360 million of us in the United States. There's billions on the planet. If we just say no, this couple hundred thousand who rule the planet, they can't do anything unless they decide to genocide the entire planet with nukes. And the entities that run the planet don't let them do that anymore. That's why we don't have nuclear testing anymore. This is deep underground, and it's from North Korea that we're told that whether it's true or not, we don't even know. All of this stuff is being orchestrated for complete and total control. Publix, the giant supermarket chain here out of Florida, half a million employees, they were told they had to wear – they had to be injected if they wanted to come to work and not wear a mask. Okay? Went there yesterday to, to the uh, Greenwise, the quote-unquote health food section of Publix. is his own standalone grocery store, and all the employees had masks on again. Masks, everybody. So I asked one of them. I said, I thought if you guys had the shot, you wouldn't have to wear masks anymore. And they said, yep, that's what they told us, and we're all pretty upset about it because a lot of us didn't want to get the shot, and we got the shot, and now we're wearing masks again. Yeah. Find out who controls you, and I'll tell you who rules you. Always remember that. You know, the cruise ship. That new carnival ship now that's back in quarantine. Remember, that whole ship is full of 5G. How are they utilizing 5G to activate 
graphene oxide or black goo or whatever you want to call it. Think about this for a second. You know, Austin talked earlier about zinc and ivermectin and all these different compounds and vitamin D3. All of these nutrients have specific energy fields that are associated with their mineral bases and their molecular structure. All of this helps to restore your health and keep you healthy and get rid of these other things. Why are they stopping the use of ivermectin in hospitals? Why are they trying to take zinc and tell you you can't mention zinc? Why are they trying to tell you all these different drugs that don't cause horrible side effects to mitigate these symptoms can't be used and can't be discussed? Why are they attacking nationally known health people and trying to discredit them and force them to take all of their information offline? One of the top guys who basically was told or told us all this week that he was pulling down his entire archives of 20 years, I was told by another friend of mine in this industry that they told him that basically he was going to die. He had a death threat if he did not remove it all. Is that true or not? Not mentioning any names. Don't want to go into a libel thing here with this. But the reality is, is wow, these guys are playing for blood, but we've got the blood of Jesus. <laughs> I told you I had to stop for a second after I listened to Pat's testimonial there. He's real, guys. Jesus Christ is real. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, forever. And he will deliver you from the evil one, but you've got to ask him. Guys, I had the opportunity and the privilege to pray for you today. This is one of those shows, again, that kind of just like goes, wow. It was a quick show, quick hour. I love you. I really do. And I want to thank you for supporting Health Masters. I do. I'm going to say that very directly. And the Bible says that you know that you, you got to support one another. And I'm, I'm doing that with you guys right now with prayer. And I want to thank you that you guys get your vitamins and your toothpaste and your mouthwash and all the stuff that we have at Health Masters. And you order it. Because if you didn't do that, we couldn't be here. We couldn't be here. Guys, thank you. You mean the world to me. And I love you guys so very much. And it's my honor and privilege to pray for you. And remember, if you don't know Jesus, listen to this show again. Pray that sinner's prayer and accept him for who he said he was. I love you guys. Also, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And that's why we do the absolute best we can. Never, ever, so far, have commercials, have ads. You know, I, that drives me up the wall, and you go to click on something. Also, you got to put this ad, and then another, there's another commercial 10 minutes into it. There's another commercial break into it, and I get it. I get it. You know, you got to generate revenue somehow with some of these shows. I get it. But that's not what we do. This whole entire show is basically subbed off of all of our health masters. So we do the best we can to never have shows here as far as as far as have uh, ads here and commercials. I've told you guys that I hate commercials. So again, thank you for supporting health masters. Saw another article here too. One last article from Rand Paul. He said from the former assistant secretary of Homeland Security under President Obama, Julia Kamen is now urging Biden administration to place unvaccinated on a no-fly list. Paul ripped the suggestion, calling it obscene. He argued there's nothing more authoritarian than a no-fly list for people who haven't gotten injected. Now disagreeing on our personal medical decisions with the left, they're going to declare that we're terrorists and we can't fly, Paul said. But even on that practicality of that, even if you said, okay, we're going to do this, this is completely illegal, even though the CDC says we're not supposed to get vaccinated if we've been infected within three months. So what are you going to tell people? They can't fly for three months according to the CDC? What could be more authoritarian than a no-fly list for people who disagree with you? That's where they're taking this, guys. This is where they're going to take this with this shot. And I've said this repeatedly. I'm going to say it again. 
if this shot was so safe, if it was so good, if it was so healthy, if it was so effective, why would they need to convince people through threat of restrictions, passports, lockdowns, firings, and arrest that you have to take it because it's so good for you? It's for your health, peasant. Now take your shot or you're fired and you're going to be thrown in jail and you can't fly anywhere. Whoa, that's a bit much. Maybe they're playing their hand a little too hard. Poker face game's gone off with these guys. They're getting too aggressive. They're showing us who they really are. So thank you again, my friends, for getting this information out there. Be sure to check out the website if you need anything at all. Healthmasters.com. I told you I put the zinc on sale, 15% off. Great formula. N-acetylcysteine just got a new batch in stock as well. Product of the week, the eyesight. Our ocular formula helps out with eye structure, function, retina, and oxidative damage. Really, really effective product on sale right now. Thank you for the support. Keep the information up, my friends. Keep the truth going out there the best you possibly can. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.